take everybody one by one. You fly them to the ground. <laughs> Come back 123 times? Maeve, think. We're done here. Welcome back, Analysis listeners. Welcome back to the Analysis. Before we get started, please, you're here already. If you haven't before, like and subscribe. Give a five-star review if you're feeling it. Do it. Be kind, rewind, and review. And welcome in. The water is warm. I want to welcome in a guest. Uh, I don't know if you've been a long-time listener, but a long-time... How's the podcast going, friend? Annie writes... <laughs> Annie writes. Yeah, that's that's me. That, uh, does that summarize your relationship with this podcast? It well, you know, I did listen to your episode today about uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, what'd you think? I thought. I mean, I agreed. You know, like you it agreed. Was, well, I mean, yeah, I know you had three different opinions going, but uh-huh. uh, but you know, it was just one of those, the last season where I. I don't think I hated it as much as some people uh-huh. hated it, but then all the complaints that people make about the last season, I think, are valid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was very... Well, you know, because... So, today we're talking about... Not Game of Thrones, but we're talking about the new Amazon series, The Boys, starring lots of people, mm-hmm. and especially Elizabeth Shue. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of, and this was a show, and I wanted to have you on because we went out to, to lunch, we worked very close to each other, and it was I was looking for a new show, and it's kind of this dead season where the big movie for me this summer was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but you know, kind of you're, you're through the summer, blockbuster hits, there's a lull before you start to pick up the Holly, or the, um, the October yeah. sort of... Um, Halloween stuff, and then you know you're 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 still a little early before Oscar season starts to ramp up, so it's kind of dead in the theater, and, and also just not a lot in terms of TV shows that are out. And this was a show that you recommended, and I said, "Shit, it's eight episodes. I can knock that out and have you come on." But you are somebody that does recommend a good deal of TV and movies and books, and it's actually kind of ironic that you that you recommended this to me, and it's a little bit full circle because. Many years ago, you recommended a book series to me that was being made into a movie called Hunger Games. Oh, did I Do you recommend remember? that? No. You forced, you forced me to read the Hunger Games. Did I force you to read the series or just the first book? Because I definitely enjoyed the first book better than the entire series. Yes, yes. Um, and But we, we would talk a lot of shit about the, the other two books and yeah. how very arbitrary it got towards the third one there, Mockingjay or whatever it was called. But anyway, but the star of The Boys, or at least this, the, the Huey, which who I consider maybe the lead. I don't know if you consider Homelander or Huey the no, lead yeah, in this. Yeah, I say Huey. But Huey is one of the fucking... It's Meg Ryan and... Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid's son. But he's one of the fucking yeah. dudes. District 1. He's yeah. one of the fucking kids in Hunger Games. <laughs> so I was going, what the fuck? Like, what? you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's okay. that crazy. No. But I was just kind of like, oh, of course. There's some Hunger Games shit in here. Yeah. And then also, if you squint hard enough, Elizabeth Shua looks a little bit like the woman who played Effie Trinket. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Yeah. So they look a little similar, too. So I was well, like, this is kind of like Hunger Games feel. It's funny because when uh, David and I were watching The Boys, uh, David's my husband. Um, yeah. We... Shout out to David. <laughs> also a long time. How's the podcast going? <laughs> 
But he's just like, why doesn't Bob have me on his podcast? And oh. cries a lot. No. Uh. Oh, he's, he's upset? <laughs> he's I, we should have We should have him on. Does he like this show? He does like this show, but okay. uh, he also he likes Preacher, which we will discuss. Okay, we'll discuss in a minute. Okay, same. well maybe I'll, um, you'll force me to go watch that one. No, I'll force okay. you to watch that show. No, I'd love um, to have David on. Uh, so, well, oh, but talking about Jack Quaid, um, we we were watching it and we're like, is that did Bill Hader have a son? Because <laughs> this looks like a young Bill Hader. We just kept looking at him and being like. No, he's too old to be Bill Hader's son, but, and then we were so obsessed with him looking like Bill Hader <laughs> that we looked him up and we're like, oh no, apparently Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan equals young Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's funny. Well, you know those, th- that app for a long time that was like, you could mash two people together and it would show you what your kids look like? That yeah. guy, Jack Quaid, actually does look like if you did a, f- a face mash app of... Yeah, Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. I mean, yeah. I can, once you start to think about it, you're yeah, like, you like then it. then you see it completely. Also, Tom Hanks's kid, Colin Hanks. Oh, looks so much. Like so Tom much. Hanks. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he looks more like Tom Hanks than he does his mom. Yeah. Uh, Rita Wilson. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll say it with confidence. And yes. People will believe it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so you recommended me this show and kind of just some some to to give some preface here, some background. So you're really into kind of. I would say, like, what would you say you're really into? Like, you're into the superhero scene. You're all, you're also into kind of fantasy stuff, like Game of Thrones. I actually officiated your wedding, and every table had its own kind of fun theme, like Back to the Future or Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we had or... Doctor Who, we had Minecraft, um, Star Trek. Uh, basically, yeah, most most nerdy stuff. Yeah, com- Star comic Wars. con yeah, stuff. Com- Right. Yeah, like so this is, is so this show is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, but you also were like, this is something I think you could. This is something because you know I'm not. I'm kind of half and half on superheroes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm into it. Sometimes I'm not. Kind of depends on the hero, to mm-hmm. be quite honest. But uh, you said this was something that I would would enjoy, and I guess I'll start by saying I did enjoy That's it. But, good. <laughs> yeah. So you passed. Uh, but but uh, what did you? Not that. My opinion is passing or failing. I don't know why no, I'm saying that. No, it's important. Uh, yes, it's important. But what did, what did you like about the show? Uh, I think what I enjoyed about it is that it it felt very realistic. I mean, it's obviously like very over the top and stylized and all those sort of things. Uh-huh. But It seems um, like a world that could exist. Yeah, because if you think about the Marvel world, and I'm not knocking the Marvel world because I enjoy yeah, those, those movies. Yeah, fucking hacks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those dum-dums. Yeah. Um, but even though all of those heroes have, like, a flaw, they're all, you know, very good people doing yeah. what's best for the world and, like, always willing to sacrifice themselves to, to do, like, what's right. You know, uh-huh. like, at, at the end of the day, they're like, oh, I'm a little proud, or oh, I'm a little this or that, but then they're like, oh, wait, I learned a lesson, and now... And now I'm, I'm better for the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, like, this was very much that... A world where if superheroes exist, they would be rich, they would Fucking be all corrupt. over social media, they'd be corrupt, they would be an empire... They would have in a PR team. You know, yeah. Yeah, they'd be on the cereal boxes. You know, they would be everywhere, and uh, people would be obsessed with them. 
and uh, and it just showed, you know, like it's it's very much like oh the antihero, but like kind of every character in this show is an antihero because really yeah, like the characters who's who, the good guy yeah, there's no like all the characters. I, I would say the one exception is the the girl, the um, starlight starlight that yeah. she is pretty good. Yeah, that's true. All and, and like and so she's she's there to kind of show like somebody who is what the other ones pretend to be mm-hmm. and she actually is that and then she's you know shocked and horrified to find out yeah that they're not that it's just a facade yeah, this and... world it ain't what i signed up for right. and then you know later as the season goes on there's other twists that are developed where it's like i was you said i was chosen by god but xyz uh but we'll, we'll figure out throughout the course of this how much we want to spoil it or not. Yeah, because I was just like, are we spoiling? Are we not yeah, spoiling? Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right that it, it definitely... The, the vigilantes are going after superheroes. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, that's counter to everything. You know, normally the superheroes, the vigilante, and the police are like, oh, but now... Yeah. And then, you know, they've got this sub-army and Congress element that's, that's coming into play. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love the fact that the superheroes... You know, they're constantly being followed almost reality TV style or, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. making movies based on their personas, but it's fictionalized. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, oh, that movie did really well. Yeah, that came together. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you've got kind of this almost like pro sports steroid yeah. uh, element that's coming into play. But really for me, yeah, it definitely just the the world that they created and they set it up really nicely in the pilot is you, you definitely feel like this is a reality that yeah could be walked in and lived yeah. in you know what i mean and and you know the, even just the the tower that they they work in isn't i mean start the, the if we're going to compare marvel stuff like that star tower is this you know epic thing and it just like this it's like everything's a little more modest it almost yeah. feels it's it's not as serious it's not taking itself as seriously as the chris nolan stuff did but it mm-hmm. kind of feels more like that than it does like some of the marvel in, in just in terms of the world. And then I really like how damn timely this I show know. seems. Yeah. Especially with Starlight and especially with some some Me Too stuff. And, mm-hmm. and so I even was like, is this material? Because it's adapted from a graphic novel who uh, it was written by this Garth Ennis gentleman who's also made preacher yeah which david likes yeah. shout out to david <laughs> so that's a show on where where it's is that show it's on amc and another seth rogan produced show okay and um, i'm a big seth rogan fan yeah like and it's also it's really great because and the same illustrator is this Derek robertson gentleman yeah. okay yeah so like i think if you like the boys i think you would probably like preacher preacher also has Sort of, you know, like there's vampires and there's okay, you know, creatures. Well, like uh-huh. there's only one. You'd like this, I think. I could be wrong. I should speak for you. But this, there's really only one vampire character, and okay. he's like this drunk Irish guy who's hilarious. Well, I do like drunk so. Irish. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. I, we, we live in Chicago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but so, uh, so you don't you haven't read either of these graphic novels? No. But I did look it up, and I saw even. Some, cause I one thing I like to do when I when I'm kind of going into a graphic novel that I don't read graphic novels so but sometimes I like stuff that's um, that's been 
put on a screen like Sin City or like 300 even. And so I like to go and look up what the graphic novel image yeah, looked like yeah. and then what they did with the character and mm-hmm. see kind of... But I, as part of that, me looking that stuff up, I saw kind of all of the superheroes surrounding Starlight with their pants down. Oh, yeah. And so that kind of... I mean, they only do it with one. They only do it with the character, the deep here. But, you know, they have him kind of exposing himself. And it's like, shit, fucking 2019. Yeah. This is This couldn't be more on the nose mm-hmm. and then just the fallout and then the, yeah. the media backlash and him ending up in Cedar Point right. <laughs> uh, but it was like oh shit like you see what happens to major celebrities and, mm-hmm. and once that once that information gets leaked about them you know how, what happens to their career and I'm sure right now the deep is sharing an apartment building with Kevin Spacey and Louis CK <laughs> right and, and some of their you know you get banished to Ohio essentially yeah. is um is is the consequence but yeah it's 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 so timely which i was like oh that's really interesting but then it's also i i really kind of like some of the hand-to-hand combat and like when they actually do some superhero shit i think it's it's been pretty interesting to me and it's it's incredibly graphic yes and uh there's frontal male nudity there's a lot happening here there is a lot yeah no i mean i will say like What's interesting with the deep and, and kind of saying like how every character is an anti-hero is like the deep hits the ground running with being like I'm a horrible person and mm-hmm. like and like I was like I hate him get you know because get him out of get, get him send him to Sandusky you know like so yeah. like I was happy that like he you know was called out for it and everything but then um, but then they kept giving him some of the best like comedic scenes. You know, because he can talk to animals, and so, like, yeah, he, the, you know, the, like... the dolphin so, bit. Yeah, yeah, the dolphin bit, and the, like, going to the grocery store and talking to the lobster, and, like, so he just is then one of the most likable, funny characters in the series, and I was like, quit it. I just want to hate him, and you just try to keep making me like him, and I don't like this, but... Yeah. <laughs> but that's how people are in mm-hmm. real life, and so I think that's why... I felt like probably the the two most sort of two-dimensional characters, I don't think they're necessarily like poorly written two-dimensional characters, but just like consistently good versus consistently bad is uh, for good Starlight and for bad Homelander. They're, they're kind of... That actor is uh, awesome. Yeah, he, he does the like fake Anthony smile. Anthony Starr. Oh, yeah. Like, like the I'm charming fake smile into like I'm evil, like the, the quick drop of the smile and be like, this, yeah, like putting the mask on and off. When like he walks he, out and he's so yeah. presentational with his yeah. with his audience, you know. Mm-hmm. But then even yeah, how he can do that side quip like "fuck you," haha. Yeah, under the breath bullshit. Um, and then it just gets super dark and weird and creepy with him and Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, like, like I don't know if I, how I felt about that. Like with, that was like the one scene where I was like, "Is this just for shock value?" Or yes, is this, answer is, this... is yes. <laughs> what when he's like sucking his finger and yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and and yeah, their relationship very very dark and creepy and yeah, uh, yeah, just just what happens with them in, in episode eight just. I don't know. I knew something. I knew, I knew it wasn't going to end well for someone in that room. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just the way that kind of the character arc slowly started to uh, uh, evolve, and you know, you've got Huey, and you know, it's this. In scene one, you know, it's just boom. It it really sets the tone right mm-hmm. away with just 
what the show is going to be and yeah. kind of some of the graphic nature of the show. Yeah. You have that like floating jawbone that kind of it comes into screen in slow motion. I was like, really cool special yeah. effect. By the way, the production value and the special effects on this show are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, it feels like an eight hour movie. Yeah. But it, uh, and then, you know, so he's got this like the first few episodes, it's this, like bloodlust, like fuck the soups, and then kind of where he's able to go. And then also, you know, just kind of the, there's the slow reveal of, Homelander and you know because at first he's the first episode he's pretty likable yeah like he you don't see it yet you know that there's a little bit of Satan mm-hmm. behind those eyes but you don't really know quite yet and yeah. then by the end of it it's like holy shit yeah. fucking game on and you know uh, sociopathic right and ma- maniacal and mm-hmm. yeah and I, I love the scene with him and his doctor yeah where it's I'm, I'm you know I'm the greatest super bell time you're my greatest failure yeah uh, I love yeah. I, just it, it, some of the dialogue is is cheesy and mm-hmm. it's obviously probably taken straight from the graphic novel so you got to do with with the material what you will so it's superhero shit it's a little forced but there's some really nice scene work in here as well yeah. especially by the guy who plays homelander yeah and i mean because like so homelander is basically the superman type uh yeah superman mixed superhero. with captain america yeah he's yeah, also like got he's, a lot of chris yeah, evans got, in yeah there. like he's got a lot of america like his his costume is very like america yay your baseball and, your apple pie yeah he's all those things yeah. <laughs> and uh and yeah he, he he can fly he's basically invincible he has like the laser eyes um but i think that's another reason why like it's kind of interesting because you know you have superman who's like oh shucks i mm-hmm. just you know came from these farmers so I'm very grounded and, and this and that but this guy is like, has like Iowa. yeah and this guy is like I have a god complex you you I am not on the same level as you people mm-hmm. you guys are nothing um you mean nothing to me you guys are ants and I'm a god you know and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like yeah that's that's probably you know, more what a person would be like right if if they have that ability yeah, if it's yeah. like I'm gonna fly in I'm gonna do this and I'm super powerful in every single way <laughs> like, yeah like and, and then I'm just a really nice grounded guy <laughs> like I saw a meme the other day that was a picture of, it's it was a two-parter the top banner was a picture of Superman and the bottom banner was a picture of Homelander and it was like what Americans think their mil or what the Americans think their government is and what it actually is mm-hmm. and I was like no I think most people think that the government man is homelander all the time <laughs> <laughs> right i mean yeah this is but yeah you're right that like that it would be the, the the ego yeah would be just very it's actually it would be way more surprising if the ego was as honest and true as superman and i think mm-hmm. obviously that's the appeal to superman that people have is it's yeah. like all this ability and and you know look yeah. at how damn humble he is yeah but probably not the case. No, yeah. I mean you heart. I mean because you just look at at celebrities, you know, like yeah, and and the, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of celebrities, so some of them seem like they're genuinely like nice and grounded. Like it'd be Tom Hanks and like, his son Colin, go, right? Like it'd be weird if you met Tom Hanks and it turns out he's actually evil because like he genuinely seems like a nice but he's guy. a great actor. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, but then you have someone like Justin Bieber who has been like caught spitting on his fans, and like I'm not like ripping on Justin Bieber but he was a child star who has lived his entire like mature life or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it most of us like, being in the spotlight most of being yeah. in the spotlight being worshipped and you know like and people loving him and, and like that skews your yeah uh, how are you going to have reality? a sense of reality or that every time you go into Starbucks 
400 or 40 people are trying to take a video of you getting a latte. Yeah. You're just not going to have a, a grounded sense of reality when yeah. that happens, right? So and, and like if you're flying... Singing, yeah. And like, yeah, if you're like, well, I'm stronger than you, I can fly, I can shoot you with my eyes, and there's nothing you can do about it, like... Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I can save... I can save uh, planes and or or not save planes i guess but also in this show lots of plane crashes yeah eight episodes two plane crashes (laughs) (laughs) don't watch it while you're on a plane which i'm sure it's available on the plane yeah don't watch it don't do that united don't don't Don't, watch it while you're on your united so um i also just some of this cast uh, was it weird for you to see Haley joe osmond as like a random you know i think if it had been the first time I'd seen Haley Joel Osmond as an adult, it would have been weird. But he was on Teachers, the TV Land series. Okay, I did not watch that. And he was on um, Future Man, which is another Seth Rogen project on Hulu um, with another guy from Hunger Games, the PETA guy. Oh, um, uh, what the hell's his name? Yeah, we don't have to guess yeah, it Yeah, right so but. he's... Josh Hutcherson, Hutcherson, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, he's an, in Future Man, and Haley Joel Osment is like his boss, or something. I forget what he his character was. So like I've seen him like a couple of times, but like the first time I saw him, I was just like, is that what he looks like now? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is he? He's an adult yeah. now, and, this, and he has a beard. Like, <laughs> it looks weird. But yeah. So yeah. since that was your first time seeing him, uh, I did have that reaction, but not during this series. And then uh, Simon Pegg is he was dad. Just a couple of few scenes, but um, it's fun when you watch. At least for me, when I'm watching my uh, Amazon Prime, if you watch it on your computer, if you kind of roll your mouse or your uh click mouse or whatever over the um the screen it'll give you little factoids yeah and apparently when they were designing huey's dad the in the illustrations they designed it after simon Pegg. oh really so, they, so, yeah. circle. so when you watch the episode sometimes because because i went and rewatched all of the soprano series mm-hmm. with the factoids and mm. so they give you all sorts of like oh this was the inspiration in this scene it's remember vh1 when you used to yeah, watch the, the in the pop-up yeah, videos yeah. it's basically like that and if you don't move your mouse at all you won't you don't have to see them so it's yeah, not but funny. like so yeah i i like to do it mm-hmm. i'm just to get yeah. some background, but uh, yeah, so Simon Pegg was actually the original inspiration for the dad. So obviously That's they, yeah, when they were cast in, they were like, yeah. "Well, let's run it by him." And yeah. I'm sure it was limited production time that he had to be there. I think he's only mm. in a couple scenes. But, yeah, yeah, Simon Pegg's in there. Uh, but yeah, it took David and I a second because he's doing an American accent. So, it sounded weird. Yeah, yeah. Like so, there's like a second where we're like, "Is that Simon Pegg?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." And, and I mean, you know, he's always great. I thought the whole cast was. Yeah, the cast is even Elizabeth Shue. We haven't seen her in a while. No, she she was great in that role. The last time I saw her was um, she was on Curb Your Enthusiasm when they were remaking the Mm -hmm. Seinfeld season, and he was supposed to play the wife of one of the. She was like the she was the character wife of George, and then Larry was trying to make his ex-wife the anyway short okay. story long but and and ironically one of the people that was up for that role as well mm-hmm. was meg ryan they were oh, trying to cast meg ryan in that, so. yeah. yeah there's a lot of these weird little mm-hmm. kind of everybody hanging out with everybody yeah so yeah but they all like everyone is really well suited in their role like, yes it's well, it's well cast because yeah. they all match that you know like homelander looks like yeah like captain america mm-hmm. you know and and um 
and Carl Urban's great as the yeah. I'm gonna murder all of you. And then uh, and that accent <laughs> that accent's not English. It's no. Australian New Zealand. Is what uh, you're saying. Well, the actor's from New Zealand, I think. Okay. Is, and, I wonder if the character uh, is supposed to be from New Zealand in... I think the, his uh, accent's more Australian in the series, but I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Can you tell the difference between a New Zealand accent and an Australian accent? Um, David can. I sometimes can. <laughs> we should have invited him on this podcast. <laughs> We've mentioned him four times. No, well, like, David's just has a better ear for accents. I'm David's always... like, yes, I read the graphic novel. And yes, I know all this research. <laughs> yes, I, I know everything oh. about everything. Um, no, I, well, David and I, just to bring David up some more, we, yeah. we did our honeymoon in let's, New Zealand. Let's call him in. Let's patch him in. <laughs> so you did your honeymoon in New Zealand. So, like, I feel like that helped me uh, kind of learn the, the accents uh, here more consistently. So okay. now sometimes I feel like I can... Mm-hmm. Tell the difference, but I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, that's as hard as I go. I'll be like, oh, hey, is that? And then yeah, fifty percent of the time I'm right. <laughs> Who would you say your favorite character is on the show? Hmm. Oh, Frenchie, I think is my Frenchie. Favorite. Yeah, you don't like Frenchie? I almost forgot that he existed. Yeah, I think I do like I do like the 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 female. I think is yeah, her like name. well, like I guess yeah, Frenchie and the female like that. I like line. I think she's very interesting, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested to see what happens to her in future episodes. I uh, apparently she's some sort of taekwondo master, mm, like her cool. and the and the foe that she's always fighting, the yeah. black noir. They're mm-hmm. both apparently expert swords people they, no. neither character has to talk at all so yeah. you know it's good characters for stunt people mm-hmm. or for people who are incredibly gifted at martial arts but th- that's kind of it's fun to watch that yeah watch them and you know he is sweet like his his character starts out a certain place like who cares about this guy but yeah, yeah. he does definitely that his relationship with her kind of makes him sweet and, and likable i guess he's mm-hmm. another one of those oh, but no because he's Kind of evil to, he's not he, a good guy he, to start. Yeah, like he's yeah. not really like, yeah, because uh, he was what, what, like selling guns and stuff at the yeah, beginning of it. Yeah, so. he was like a, you know, black, black market kind yeah. of shady guy. Yeah. Who's Mother's your favorite? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm always partial to villains, so mm-hmm. I'm just really enjoying Homelander. Yeah. Uh, I will agree with you that the deep is, has definitely kind of become more interesting but it's really hard to to like him in general super odd scene with the gills and the woman that was like yeah uh, that, that just made me uncomfortable I'm, I'm holding my sides right now just <laughs> thinking about it but yeah very it was kinda yeah odd scene there yeah. but um yeah i definitely uh, uh i would say probably homelander i i actually don't like the butcher very much i kind of get annoyed with him yeah he the, he's he has the least going for him in a way because it's so one there. note. Yeah, because Huey kind episodes. of was you know like little butcher or whatever, where mm-hmm. he's like, "I want revenge." Yeah, let me let me join your group and let mm-hmm. me also go down this path. And then he's just like, "Oh, but wait, no, we can't just like say every superhero's yeah. evil because this person's good." Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, "Oh, and there's more to life than just like trying to destroy yeah. people." Once we destroy this and guy, there what there's going to be lots of other superheroes who yeah. can just destroy everybody. But yeah. And but then but yeah, Butcher they kind of just have made him a very like one-note mm-hmm. character and uh it'll be interesting to see season two if he mm-hmm. becomes more interesting because 
I think Carl Urban's a good actor, and overall it's written well, so like hopefully like yeah. next season they'll kind of take him on a new path and not just have him like... What else has he been in? He's been in, so Lord of the Rings, he's the horseman. Of course. <laughs> and then... That classic uh, character that we all have posters of. And then in Star Trek, he's McCoy. Oh, that's right, and he then, is McCoy. Uh, he's in the Thor Ragnarok. The one that I haven't seen. Yeah, oh, that's a good one course thor who happens to be a character in adventures in babysitting starring oh. elizabeth shields this is how we do it <laughs> great well thank you so much for the the recommendation and i guess i'm gonna have to watch preacher and bring you and someone else back on the podcast uh, speaking of podcasts, do you happen to host your own podcast? Hey, you know what? I do. It's, what podcast is that? Uh, it's called Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. Was it nominated for an award? It was nominated for the podcast award. Is that a big award for podcasts? It's the the biggest. I don't you Surprised know. Surprised that none of the analysis <laughs> listeners got out to vote. They're not voters. You no, didn't know that. No, I'm so, guys, no. get out and vote for the analysis. Next time. Well, we're lucky because I think games and hobbies is a much smaller category. Than film and TV and yeah, entertainment. Because I think we're in a, a little bit bigger. Yeah, people. I think we're I, much I bigger. Much we bigger. didn't know. I honestly didn't know they existed, so we didn't promote it on yeah. our place. But, oh, well, maybe next year. Next year. Um, I mean, you do have to apply. Did you apply for no. it? No. Okay, so oh, so you can't even. Okay, well. <laughs> It's a, it's your, it's you learn something new you. every day. But so Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, what is what is this show? It's a trivia podcast uh, that you happen to be on an episode. Episode, episode uh, four. Four. Uh, Pants on fire. So what we do is three times a month, it's just David and me doing question and answers. And so like the episodes are like 20 minutes long, just general trivia. Mm-hmm. Once a month, we have friends like you mm-hmm. on it and then we and then it takes a little longer but you can hear people's thought process and, yeah. and fun stuff like mm-hmm. that and then we do bonus episodes where we do a theme like uh stranger things we haven't done marvel movies but i'm sure we'll do marvel movies yeah. um you know Disney, pokemon. pokemon we yeah. just did a pokemon episode so we just you know the stuff that when you go to a pub trivia night like yeah You'll... It's pub trivia, but you can listen to it on your commute. Yeah. Or, I mean, not to not to simplify it. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and it's I, I do like the theme stuff, so you can definitely like kind of parachute in on certain things that mm-hmm. you happen to have a higher reference level to. And then if you're also looking to grow a reference level, yeah. maybe listen to something else. I um, mean, that's how we launched the podcast was David and I... Who's David? <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't not talk about it. Um, we were go our our the place where we do our pub trivia. They were having a Christmas themed epi- episode. Yeah. that's not what you call life, but you know they're having a Christmas themed pub night, and mm-hmm. uh, we were like, oh, let's let's listen to Christmas themed stuff. And there just wasn't like a lot out there, and we're like, let's let's make our own. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's great. You see see a problem create a solution that's inventing that's that's so right we invented, invented podcasting, podcasting. <laughs> and that's why you're nominated for a podcasting award because we also invented it <laughs> and nominated there ourselves you go. there you go so thank you for coming annie thank you and thank you everybody for listening and if you haven't already don't forget to like and subscribe and while you're there hit the search button quiz quiz bang bang you guys could be part of the revolution yeah that's right <laughs> All right, everybody. Take it easy. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
works. Yeah, you're looking at the sky when you see me flying. Not a bird, no, or a plane. Superman to my fans, Clark Kent to my shorty Lois Lane. I'm Let's the fly. one, yeah. Let's Number fly. one, yeah. I'm so sick of all these other imitators. First superhero paved the way for rest of y'all. Y'all know whose comics started them all. Number one, yeah. Protecting Gotham is my birthright Oh wow, you think you're cool cause you fly I'm legit, bad signal lit up in the sky I surpass you in every way you're all dumb Y'all be weakened by glowing green tiny rocks You think you're number one, but between us My name show up first and dawn is just